good evening. Um, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Tonight I have two candidates running for the Board of Education for Union, New Jersey, Yacosta and Nellis. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Well, I'm glad I finally get a chance to talk to you young ladies. Um, it's it's definitely long overdue. So how's everything? Well, we were saving the best for last. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like they're very optimistic. I'm drinking coffee and water at the same time. But don't pay me no mind. But anyway. So Nellis, I know that you served on the Board of Education um, for four years prior. Um, what was that experience like? It was it was different. It was unique and I felt that my experience actually helped me to understand what really happens in, in terms of our children and their education and, you know, looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, um, getting what's best done for our uh, children in the community here, even for the mere fact of um, when you look at a pre-K program, you know, we didn't have a pre-K program here in this district. And I fought for many years, you know, even being a mom myself and having to pay that hefty daycare fee. And I kept uh, asking at every meeting, hey, let's do something about creating a pre-K program here. Uh, we know how important it is early intervention is for, for students, all the studies, you look at all the data about early intervention. So just being a, a board member in the past have, you know, advocated for what you know is best for students and getting it done for me, that was one of um, something that I was really proud of because, um, you know, um, see all these little tiny tots now in pre-K and how excited that they are and knowing that I played a role in that gave, it brings great pleasure. So I know how the, uh, the role of a board member is and I take it very, very seriously. And because at the end of the day, it, um, the children matters and um, we have to do what's best for them. Yucasta. So, so you're throwing your hat in the ring, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I would say it was long overdue for me. <laughs> how long, how long, if you don't mind me asking, how long have you been a resident of Union? We've been residents, my husband and I, um, 16 years now. Yes. So, so you finally said, you know what, I'm going to run for Board of Education? Yes. Um, you know, with a little bit of encouragement, but yes. Um, and, you know, it, it came about after many years, you know, we were talking about before about, you know, what we've seen happening in town, in the township, uh, in our schools. And, you know, finally I said, I have, I have lots of opinions about lots of things and I cannot continue to, you know, just complain, right? I have to figure out a way of making a positive change in in the in you know in our community and this is why i finally decided it was time for me to do it great great one of the one of the things that i um that i find interesting is is how the board is always shaped um always voting on i think it was like election every two years okay. every year every three years so it's a constant constant movement and uh, nobody probably stays too long right so one of the concerns I noticed that um, on social media, definitely, is some of the quote-unquote infighting. Um, if you two get, if you two young ladies get elected, how would you try to bridge that gap, like to stop that from happening? You know, that's 
for me, that's a really good question because I, the more I think about this and the more I watch people um, on the board and, and, and watch these meetings and, you know, that's the, the interesting, one of the interesting things about this whole situation with being in quarantine and COVID is that more of us actually get to, um, to see what is happening because there's more of an opportunity and things are so public now. Um, what I would do, I'm not coming into this, um, into this election as thinking that I belong in any particular camp. And I think that there's a lot of that in this township and in the board. Um, things are taken very personal um, and, and there's, you know, everything seems to be about the individuals rather than the job that they're there to do. Um, and my hope is that, you know, anyone who is on the board, if I am elected, that they are willing to just listen to the ideas, not who's saying it, not who is talking, but the actual idea, the actual goal and the purpose. And let's focus on that and put personal differences aside because it's not about us. You know, if we we decided to to take on this position um, and run for this, it's, it was because we were thinking about somebody else, right? We want to make a difference. We want to make mm -hmm. some change, positive change, not negative, right? Um, and so it's not about us. It's about our community. It's about our children. So I'm not coming into this thinking about anyone's um, personality or who they are or, you know, none of those things. I just want the opportunity to work with my colleagues on the board. Um, I want the opportunity to, to um, share ideas and to do something concrete for our children. Um, and so that's, that's my intent, you know, and that's my way of managing it because I can't look at it in any other way. It cannot be about the individuals. It has to be about the work that we're trying to do. And if I can just add on a little bit, I think it's about collaboration too. I think as a board member, it's best that, you know what, I may not agree with what everything that what everyone is saying at every time, but at the end of the day, when we have a goal in mind, it's about coming together and finding that balance and finding that collaboration that will work and that will work best for the students here. And I think that's the entire agenda is, yes, you don't agree with everyone, you know, and sometimes even at work, you know, there are people that you don't agree with, but that doesn't mean that you don't work with them. You know, we have to come to that common space that we know what, what the goal is, what's the purpose, what do we want to accomplish, who do we want to accomplish for, and let's get the job done. And that's what it's about for me. Hopefully, if you guys get elected, right, you will have one of the biggest decisions that the board will have in the next 10 or 15 years. And that'll be electing a, a new superintendent and his assistant, his or her assistant. Do you realize the responsibility that that is? Absolutely, absolutely. It's a big responsibility, and and every board member needs to take that responsibility very, very serious because it's going to affect what happens for a district as our district. You know, making sure that that person, that superintendent, whether it's a he or she. Make sure that we know what that person's vision is. What is the vision of what needs to be done within our community? You know, look at his the person's leadership style, knowing if the students are learning. All of those things matter. Listening and communicating. That's the big part we've seen even through this whole pandemic with being able to watch the board meeting, being able to see how the community is reacting because there is more participation on Zoom. 
you know, are we listening? Are we communicating with our stakeholders? For me, those things are, are important. Is that person, he or she, is that person an outside the box thinker? You know, you know, you know, that matters. And uh, how committed are you to a district as our district? Those are all of those things for me as a board collectively that we have to, if your cost, if our community gives your costa and I an opportunity to be on, on board members, those are things for me that I would love to collaborate with anyone to make sure that we have the right person, whether it's a he or she for this, to take on this kind of job because it's important. Yeah, definitely. Um, I realized what a, um, a responsibility that is, and I'm actually excited about the idea of having some input into this. Um, you know, I'm definitely looking, um, you know, the, the, we are going to work hard to make sure that we get somebody in here that has a vision, that understands our community, that has a proven record uh, of success in other schools, um, and that understands that the priority is our children, somebody who can, you know, put put the policies in place that have already been decided upon. And, and they have to be able to, you know, to do that efficiently um, and with compassion as well as, you know, with openness towards the community. So I am I am excited about the prospect. I think, you know, this is going to be good for us. Um, and, and hopefully I get to have, you know, some input in what happens in the future. One of, one of, one of the things that I, I, I uh, told you ladies behind the scenes was when I was in union schools, the superintendent was very accessible and it's changed. It, a lot has changed um, where the community has always been um, encouraged to come to the Board of Education meetings. However, if it was a problem um, within the school and the principal couldn't deal with it, a lot of times the parent, back then, I know a lot has changed, but the parent was able to go to the Board of Education actually have a meeting, if it was five, ten minutes with the superintendent. If you guys, if how would you want, would you want your superintendent to be accessible to the community because um you know and this is my personal opinion i know that i know that i know that uh i can go to the diner and see the present one <laughs> I, I gotta joke i gotta have some fun but how would you guys want want the superintendent to be would you want your superintendent to be accessible to the to the parents of the, of the district uh, of course absolutely 100 <laughs> percent you know, he works for the community. He is part of that. He works for the community. You have to take accountability for this community that you're going to serve. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And when you get to know us, um, that, that's the only way to, you know, to get to know your community is by actually uh, being accessible to the families, uh, to the stakeholders and, and say, you know, this, this is where I'm. we have to get to know that person too. You know, as a parent, I want to know who is the person responsible for implementing the policies in our schools, um, what kind of character this is, right? So we want to be able to do that. And, and you know, any person who goes into that position should be open to this idea of being accessible to the community that they serve. 
Yeah, I mean, it was, it was. I've worked with many great superintendents and I've seen the relationship that's been formed with superintendents in the community. And that makes such a big difference. You know, when you see, when you could be able to walk into your local store, your local uh, community vendor shop, and you're, be, you're able to connect with your community, it makes the space, it makes the job that you do so much better. And it makes that collaboration that needs to happen. It, it just makes it easier for the community and yourself as the as the building as the district leader. So, it, it's absolutely a hundred percent, no doubt about that. Mm. One of one of the, one of the issues that I, I had addressed to young ladies um was with the with the infighting. I had um seen it. What would you do if you saw another board member attacking another board member in a public forum? How would you try to resolve that issue? Even if, I mean, I'm quite sure you don't care about who it is. Not care about who it is, but how would you just try to resolve and be be the peacemaker, so to say? Well, first of all, I mean, I have to tell you, it's if we have, you know, board members attacking each other on social media, that's, that's just simply inappropriate, right? And it is not something that I would personally engage in. Um, and I hope that my colleagues would not engage in that kind of, in that kind of behavior. But this is why it's important to build good relationships with those that you work with, right? Because we should be able to, to tap each other on the shoulder and say, you know what, this is this is not the place, this is not the time, you know, let's do this, um, you know, in a private in a private forum rather than publicly. Um, and that's that's it. That's the end of it. No one should be having arguments on social media with their colleagues that they serve on on the same board. It, it's inappropriate. Absolutely. I totally agree with your Costa. Costa. And it's just, you know, I think at this point, when we know what kind of district that we serve, and we just have to make sure that, um, you know, if, if you disagree with someone, there is always, that's okay. It's, it's okay to disagree with someone. But at the same point, there are ways when you disagree with someone how I'm not disagreeing with you, uh, Jocasta, and going on social media and, and saying anything negative about you. Why? Because we're grown folks. We're adults, you know, so we don't play. I'm not playing those games with children. So I'm not playing that game with anyone else. So at the end of the day, I'm not in this for any of that. I'm in this for one and only one reason. I have a stake in the game. You know, all my kids went into the Union Public Schools. They're graduate who have graduated from Union Public Schools. I have one left in the system. My friends, my godchildren who are now in pre-K and kindergarten in the school system. So for me, those things matter. And um, the agenda is doing what's best for those kids, nothing else. I mean, I think one of the things that, you know, people need to, one of the questions that people need to ask themselves is, how do you want to be viewed? You know, what is the perception that you want the community to have of you and what you're doing? And this kind of behavior, what it, what it does is that it, it deprives them of the public's confidence, right? So we have no confidence that you can resolve issues in, a, in an adult and mature manner because we already see how you're behaving, you know? Um, and so it's, it's about what, what do we want um, the community to see in us? Um, you know, what do we want the Board of Education to represent in this community? And, and the last thing that we want is for for anyone to believe that we're not united in our, you know, in our mission to advance our schools. That is what is happening. There is so much division. How am I supposed to trust and believe that 
that you're actually going to do anything towards this common goal of educating my children. Um, that that cannot be. And so, you know, it's it's a you know, people need to just look within themselves and make a decision as to who did they want to be out there in the world. Just like we ask our children to do, right? Um, you know, we we ask our kids to to think, to play nice with each other, uh, to be kind, to use you know good words. Um, and then we throw it all away when we're adults. That that cannot be. They're listening to us. They're paying attention yeah. to what we're saying. Jocasta, I think you put it on the head. You know, when you say our young ones are watching and our uh, teenagers are watching and they're watching us. And I think we, I'm going to leave that one right there because the kids are watching. You got that right. <laughs> one of one of one of the issues I know um, was the busing issue. And I'm not quite sure if that had been finalized yet, but I know it has been a very hot topic. Um, how do you guys? What, first of all, what section of union do you guys live in? If you don't mind me asking, your kids, okay. Nellis, your kids went to what school? What what? Uh, uh, my kids went to um, Livingston. Okay. So, Livingston Kiwami, right? Yes. <laughs> not Burnett, right? <laughs> no, we went to Livingston in Kalani. Sorry, I didn't hear you. My daughter just walked in. I apologize. Let me stop starting trouble. Everybody that knows knows that um, it was always a thing, like a like a cute competition with Kawami and Burnett. Yakasa, your kids went to what school? So they went to Kawami, but I am on the um, the Burnett side of town. Um, I am closer to Hannah Caldwell um, and closer to 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 Vauxhall. You know, that's where I currently am. So, 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 how do you guys feel about the busing situation? Do you think it's a good thing, a bad thing, undecided, um, or just haven't given it much thought because, you know, or anything? Can you be a little more clear on the busing situation? Which busing situation are you uh, talking about? Because I know in the past the district had different. Buses. Basically, basically community school. I know that they, they they're trying to get everybody basically to go to the elementary school, I guess that's closer to your right. home, I guess. So I'll tell you what my opinion mm -hmm. is on that, because I know that, um, you know, it's, I had an interesting conversation with, with a common friend <laughs> that we have actually. Um, and what I am seeing is if this goes through, I, I believe that union is going to be completely segregated. Um, and that is not the way that we want to go. Um, I think, you know, if, if this is what we're going to do, we should be providing the resources. And I'm saying this as somebody who, again, look at where I am in town, right? So I'm affected directly by this as well. Um, and I don't know why this was decided. And I think it's, it's still, I'm not sure that, I think it's still in the work. It's not 100%. Um, but we can't, if we really want to see segregation in this town, which, you know, already concerns me and you, you were talking about the cute little infight between Kawami and Burnett, um, you know, we do this, it's even, it's going to be even worse than it is now, much, much worse. Um, so this is not that I'm in favor of seeing, um, happen, um, for various reasons. I think. You know, we need to we need to make sure that our schools are integrated. 
Um, and if not, we have to make sure that every citizen of this town is given the resources necessary to build up their schools. And if that is not the plan, then the plan needs to be redrawn. It needs to be thought about again. Um, because we're not, you know, I, and, and I know this is, you know, I know there's a lot of rhetoric that gets put out there. Um, and when I tell you that my, my most, my highest interest is to make sure that every child gets the same quality education as every other child in this town. It shouldn't be about what side of town you live in. It shouldn't be about your zip code. It needs to be, this is the township of Union and you have a choice in your schools and you get the same level of, of education no matter where you are and the same, the same resources. Um, whether it's you know for extracurricular activities to make sure that you are that you know you are getting um, the best education possible. Yeah. And if Absolutely. we can't guarantee that, then we need to rethink this plan. It doesn't work. Absolutely. And you know the busing situation has been talked about a couple of years ago in you know within our district. And again, I don't believe or have I heard that a, a plan or a final plan has uh, been set in stone or in motion and especially that we're going through and we're going through a pandemic. I know that conversation has been brought up to the board many times, but you know, at the end of the day, it goes back to even as Jocasta alluded to in equity, you know, like I said, I don't care what school my kids go to here in Union. As long as I know if I walk into one school and I walk into another school, I see learning happening. I see the kids are happy, the kids are safe, they're in a good environment. They're, they're good kids and they're they're doing what they're supposed to do. And we have a community that supports our kids. The teachers are, are supporting our kids. They're supporting their learning. We have a teachers and administration who are supporting their teachers. We have their backs, you know, and we're giving them what they need so we can produce young men and young women who are going to be successful within our community and in, within the world. For me, that matters. Yeah, the, uh, the reason why I asked uh community schooling and the busing situation because I grew up on I grew up in the Vauxhall section I actually grew up right around the corner from Jefferson and um on my street I went to Washington guy across the street from me went to Franklin a couple people down the street to me went to Connecticut Farms and I think that when that was decided those years ago I think that that those decisions that were made years ago I don't think they realize the benefit of that decision. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just think that when you start community schooling, if you don't understand the history of the town and how, uh, even though Union is very diverse and it's getting a lot better, it's a section of town where, you know, even the houses are cheaper in a certain parts of the town than other parts of the town. So basically, with community schooling, you don't want an exodus from certain schools. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to teach in this area. I want to go to another area. So this is but why I, I, asked the I just want to interrupt you for a second because I think that's a mistake that we all make. Like, oh, I'm, I live in this section of town. My school is in this section of town. No, this is all one union. At the end of the day, this is all one union, and we want what's best for the kids here in Union. So I think for me, that's what's important. So, you know, one of the things that I think about a lot is, is this whole, you know, you're bringing up diversity, right? So we are, we are indeed a, um, a very diverse town. 
Um, but we're not just di racially diverse. You know, there is socioeconomic diversity in this town as well. And we need to think about that when we are planning um, where our, you know, where our kids are going to school. And, and you're absolutely right. And I, you know, what, what Nellis is saying is it shouldn't matter which school you go to, you should have all the same resources. Now, that's, that's, de <laughs> bless you. that's, def that's what Nellis said is definitely the vision. That, that is the vision. Unfortunately, our reality sometimes. It's different. And we know this, right? So why would we make a decision that would even further the divide, you know, not just racially, but also socioeconomic divide um, in our community? We don't want to do that. Um, we want to make sure that every, that's why I, I, you know, I laugh at this, you know, this competition between Burnett and, and Kawami, because when I first arrived here and I kept, I kept hearing about this and, you know, people would say it kind of jokingly and I would be like, huh? But it wasn't a joke. It wasn't really a joke. It was, it, you know, it was true. The perception that, you know, one school is so much better than the other. And the reality is, you know, again, it, all schools in union, need to be excellent schools. And that means putting resources into all of those schools that are that are equitable for everyone involved. And if we cannot, if we're not prepared to do that, then again, these plans need to be redrawn. Absolutely. Like like I said, when I, when I was in school, I don't think that, um, I went to Kiwami, but I don't think it was more we thought we were better than Burnett, definitely education-wise. <laughs> I, I just used to laugh at my friends because they used to have to walk home in the rain. I'm being honest, but but then I but but then you know I got kind of jealous when the weather was hot. We used to have to be on a bus and they would you know be walking with right. each other. But it it was it, I don't I I hope that it never turned into. I think the competition was kind of more of a cute thing. I don't. That's mm -hmm. kind of crazy if they turned it into who was uh, smarter than other or who was getting a better education. So my my favorite question, I'm moving. I'm I, I just moved to Union <laughs> about six months ago. Yes. I'm undecided voter. Why should I vote for Yacosta and Nellis? <laughs> Do you want to go first, Nellis, or should I take it? Um, I for me, um, again. Um, well, thank you for those community members who already voted for Jocasta. Nella, and I really appreciate that. Nellis, you got um, the you got the hardest sell because I just moved and I knew you were on the board before. Okay, okay that's, that's fine. You know, there are certain things that matters to me, and there's certain beliefs that I hold hard to, and my beliefs in honesty, my beliefs in trust, and my belief in accountability. And for me, those things has always resonated, resonated with me as a young child, as a young adult, and as a mature adult. For me, those things have always mattered and they're always going to matter to, to me. And uh, for me, I will tell any voter right now who's undecided, who, or who just moved in here six months ago and looking for someone to vote to, vote for, that Jocasta and I are the best choices because for one, uh, we wanna make sure that our school district obtain and provide adequate resources not only for our kids, but for our uh, teachers within our district. Those things matter to us. We've seen how the pandemic has affected a lot of our families here in Union. And we need uh, a lot of work with social emotional aspect for our students and our families. 
you know, so we need to be able to to work together hand in hand with our kids and our families to support that emotion, social emotional piece. Also, transparency, you know, we've seen our communities and we've heard the community cry out, especially during this pandemic, for the need for transparency. So for me, those things are what's important to me as a board member. And I think as um, anyone who's looking for um, someone to vote for, that's one of the selling points that I have to say because I, you want to hold people accountable and the person needs to be transparent about what's happening and what's going on within the school district. And another big thing I think that we also talked about in the past, Joe Casta and I, is safety, you know? We want to make sure that our kids are safe in school and we want to make sure that the systems that are in place are set up to keep our, our children and our educators safe within our buildings. We talked about the lockdown that happened a while ago in our schools and how we heard the children. I mean, they cried out for a community. If you had sat in that high school auditorium, you heard the voices of these young people. And I, I, for me, it was a call to say, we need to give them that. I need to be a voice for them also. So for me, all of those things matter. I'm an educator. I've been an educator for about 17 years now. You know, I've worked in some of the roughest, the hardest, the bestest district in New York City. I'm proud of what I do. I, I'm always going to advocate for kids. I'm always going to, to be that person on the front line to say, you know what? What's best for kids? What are we doing for them? How are we doing it? How are we going to make it happen? When this person says, no, it's not going to happen, we're going to find a way to make it happen. So for me, those things matter. And um, I'm looking forward to do this. And I'm looking forward to my community to give me another opportunity to, to do this. My community said they need a pre-K for our students here. And what happened? We have pre-K for our students here. I'm committed. I'm committed to this and I'm committed to my community. Well, you know, that's that's hard to follow, right? So let me tell you why I, why you that just moved to Union should be voting for me. Um, not only I'm a parent, but I am a parent who is committed to making sure that my kids and your kids get the best education possible. Like Nellis, I am also in, uh, an educator. Uh, the only difference is that I am in higher education. I, I, I'm looking at this from a perspective in which I want our children to follow their path you know, whatever their path may be to follow that and be true to themselves. And if their path is to go ahead to a university, to college, then then I want them to be ready for that. If their path is something else, I want them to be prepared for that as well. And we should be offering that to our kids. We need to be doing a better job of preparing them. Um, you should also vote for me because I am going to fight for you. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I am going to work hard. I have no special interest. Um, my one interest is our community, is our children. That's it. I am not coming at this from, you know, a, a um, personal issues with anyone or, or any specific, or any um, special interest. I am just a mom in a town who has been looking at the situation and sees a need for better people on the board, the right people on the board to make the right decisions for the kids and to fight for the kids. Uh, and to listen to our community. We're not being heard, right? We're not being heard. We know this. Um, we we talk in circles. We find ourselves being left out of the conversations. 
left out of the rooms and the decision making process um it's it's too obscure all of it and it's enough of that you know we're a community and if you cannot engage us as a community then you're not serving us you cannot serve that which you do not know Absolutely. and it is time for it to change and and so here i am i am going to roll up my sleeves do the work it doesn't matter who it is i am looking for the ideas right that's what i'm looking for what are we doing i am not looking at at you know the people in the room i am looking at what is being said and how that benefits our kids if we can get there we can do so much better i promise you And Jocasta just to add the last thing we're two moms on a mission. We're two <laughs> yes, moms we are. on a mission. We are two, definitely two moms. We are two moms on a mission. Well there you have it folks. Jocasta mm-hmm. Nellis. <laughs> um I I really appreciate you guys joining me tonight and I know it's kind of late. Um so, some of us are a little older and we get up a little earlier and go to bed a little earlier. Um But I really appreciate you guys. Um I don't believe in luck and I'll just say that if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. Um like I said, I wanted to really interview you guys cuz I I love that town. And you know how that town that town is in uh once you get a a whiff of that air, it's like no place like no place uh on the face of the earth. Um so I really appreciate you guys joining me uh tonight. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you for having us. I mean, we have a, we have a, uh, I know what you mean. We have a beautiful community. We have, as I said, you know, in the years that we've been here, um, we've put in some really deep roots into this town. And I, I don't know where we would be with our community, without, without our friends and that have become family in this township. And this is why this is important to us. You know, it's, we want this town to thrive and to do better. We can't we can't do that. We cannot move forward um if we don't put the right people in the right place. With that, we're going to close uh our chat with Nellis and Yakasta and uh folks remember to get those ballots in and 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 vote yes. and um you know, uh, speaking I can't speak for these two young ladies is that you know, it takes a community to make the community is always going to be as great as the community wants it to be. So Um, with that we're going to close out the the chat and um everybody have a blessed night and take care thank you for having us thank you have a great night take care stay